I really feel like, honestly, for all my cop friends right now, that's why that's one reason why we do this show and do the beers and cheers and and stuff like that is because we want to let them know, hey, there's still people out there that respect you and thank you and need you. I don't know what love tastes like. Hailing from the caves of Northern California, you're listening to The Real WTH Show. I taste freedom in my mouth. Fresh cut grass, dirt, and love. You cannot beat the quality, consistency, and the price. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Real WTH Show. Episode number 37, we are going to have a very hot and spicy arachnid episode for you today. Um, I'm your host, Tommy, and I'm joined by um, the on fire, Wilson. Wilson, how are you? Oh, I'm good. I'm ready to do this. Yeah, you're, you're excited about this one. I am. This is one of my favorite movies ever made. <laughs> Probably one of the best movies ever made. I think this is going to be our first movie where we're going to have a sort of not not a disagreement, but more of a um, where dip. you'll you'll be wrong and I'll be right. It's okay, isn't it? Every episode, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, like we're, we're we're probably going to battle it out on a few of these things. I hear, but you know, okay, because this isn't my style movie. But I did watch <laughs> it with my daughter, and she actually said it's it's funny. She said in the middle of the movie, she goes, "Daddy, well, what?" She goes. I love this movie. See? And See? I and I go, I go, really? She goes, yeah. And then at the very, very end, um, I look over at her and she's just out cold. She's just asleep. <laughs> like, how do you I'm all this is the most exciting part. Yeah. But uh before we get into that, um, how have you been doing? Do anything new? Go not fishing, really. anything? Uh not no, not this set of days off, no. Yeah. Not yet, been, at least. It's actually been cooler out, so this is the time to go, I think. Yeah, it's, uh, it's only supposed to get up to like 80-something today. So yeah, It was a nice break. It, it was a little too spicy last week. Um, yeah, it was like 80 in Tahoe every day. That's, that's nice. Isn't that normal for Tahoe, though? It felt hot. But I remember when I was up there, it was uh, it was like that that did feel hot. But in the mornings, I was still freezing. Yeah, it gets to like, I don't know, high 30s in the mornings. But it but then I'll, I'll see someone just walking out with shorts because they're used to it. I'm like, man, I'm freezing. <laughs> but so, yeah, man, um, got a good episode for you today. I've uh, been watching since I finished that um, documentary I was telling you about last time that I'll be gone in the dark. The one about the Golden State Killer. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, Excellent. It, it's a, it's a trip how they ended up catching that guy, and yeah. it's even more of a trip when you because they kept showing a map of like the houses where he committed all the crimes, and then they showed like a put like a star on the map where he lived. He never left. He let he lived in the same neighborhood for years to come, all That's until weird. like two years ago. 
and no one had any idea. Huh. And it's just, it's just crazy. But and then uh, I watched Ford versus Ferrari. Have you seen that yet? I haven't. I heard it was good. Oh, it was really good. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know about that whole story. I, you know, was what I didn't, I'm not really, you're more into racing than I am. Yeah. I didn't know that Daytona had a 24 hour race. Yeah. And then Le Mans, or is it Le Mans or Le Mans? Do you pronounce Le Mans. it? Like that's 24 hours too. I, I never knew about those races that they do like team driving. I never knew. Yeah. That. Yeah. That's pretty cool. But yeah. like, it's basically about the war between Ford and Ferrari. Um, like when I, when I first saw like the, the movie cover, I thought like Matt Damon was Ford and Christian Bale was Ferrari that they're competing, but they're on the same team. It's the companies are battling to who, you know, obviously Ferrari is like the fastest car. But yeah. Ford's like, we're going to put one out. We're going to put out a faster car. And yeah. it was like the history of that. And it's a, it's a true story. And, and speaking of that, have you seen the new Corvette? No, they've only made a certain number, like 1200 of them so far, but they, they're pretty sweet and they kind of look like the, the new Ford GT. Yeah. See, I'm not a car guy. Yeah. Um, I, I, my father-in-law is, he, he always, uh, what's that magazine motor trend? Yeah. He subscribes to that. He's always like finding the newest cars. Oh yeah. This one has this, this Mike, does it have AC? I'm good. <laughs> I don't know anything about cars, man. I'm I'm dumb. But like, even like when it came time for me to fix my car, I had to call my buddy, Matt. I go, Hey, got a question for you. I either call my buddy, Matt or my brother-in-law, Daniel say, so I have my, my wheel off and I, I'm looking at my, my brake and I'm trying to re- replace the brakes. And there's this thing here. He's like, yeah, take that off. And he's like at work while I'm doing this. He's like walking me through it. Cause I didn't learn how to, I don't know how to change my brakes. And I, I learned how to do it. Oh, that's and simple. Yeah, that's simple. Yeah, and then then that's elementary. Yeah, well, I I didn't take sh- uh, auto shop in high school. I should. Oh, have. I guess I guess I did. So, um, but like when my old car, my Xterra, um, the it was it kept leaking um stuff out of the um the what do you call it the not transmission but the power steering. So I had to replace the whole power steering hose, and I thought, oh, that's a hose. I'll replace it. That's fine. It's like hose then it goes to like a metal hose yeah that has to be in there exactly right yeah and that was a pain but i did it i was so proud of myself um you know doing those things that i learned learned all that so fast i know i know i'm 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 a a big boy now look at me mom i did it (laughs) so are you ready for our world famous segment oh you mean our wait it's award-winning i think right Award well, it's it's definitely world renowned, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but um, our world famous award winning segment it's gonna be our beers and cheers. There we go. Yeah, good pour. Look at that. It's amazing. Wow, I, it's like I just did that. Yeah, how do you do that every time? You, I don't know. You, you pour it perfect every time. That's amazing. Yeah. And then I have to, you know, end up opening it again somehow. Yeah. <laughs> it's the power of media, folks. Yeah. Listen that. That's the original recording. We amplified the sound um, ahead of time. We went into the future and grabbed that sound clip and played it earlier for you. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, so you're drinking something new. And well, yeah. new to us, I guess. 
I mean, they, they've had this. This is from Thin Line again, and they got their new labels in, the matte that labels. Is this is the white one. I don't know if you can see back there, but it's got like like cryptic camo in the back. Okay, see I see it, yeah. Yeah, and then it's got the, the flag and their label there with Thin Line and everything. It's a good-looking um, can. It is. Um, but this nice is set their- of cans you got there. <laughs> this is their Badge Bunny, which is one that they have out a lot. Um, but this one is Goji Berry Gosa? Gose? Something like that. G-O-S-E. I don't know how you pronounce it, but it's more like a sour beer. Um, but this one, it, it has a Goji Berry and pink Himalayan sea salt in it. So it's a, it's a sour, salty beer. Okay. So let's give this a taste. Give it a taste. He's drinking it. I do like that can. It's cool looking. Reminds me of the white rock star or the white monster a little bit it does yeah um this one's very full yeah it's not it's gonna not be full later mm-hmm. it'll be uh in your belly uh, i would have hit the clip but whatever i got lazy <laughs> get in my belly <laughs> there you go um <laughs> this one's good you can definitely taste the saltiness of it and it is sour but it's also i don't know it's got like a i forget what beer he brews this out of the badge bunny one whatever that is um but he he turns it into a, a ghost gosa whatever it's called and it's pretty good it's a good sour you get good like fruity flavor that's uh what what do you say was reminiscent of i forget you'll have to look it up but it's it's i can definitely taste the the fruit flavor but then it's got a nice salty back to it from mm-hmm. the the Himalayan sea salt that he put in there, but it's a, it's good. I like it. It's a good refreshing beer. I think like a, a hot day beer. There you go. Even the, even though it's a sour, I feel like sometimes sours are like heavy and you can't drink too much of them, but this one, it, it isn't too bad. Yeah. And I know the badge bunny was like an, um, that, like you said, that was an original beer. It was just called the badge bunny, but this is the beer, but they added stuff to it. Yeah, they add the the goji berry. It's like a, a concentrate. I saw it before he put it in, but it's like a goji berry syrup, I think. Okay. Almost. And then some salt. And it's good. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Just experimenting and and you're liking it. I dig that. Yeah. So what would you rate that guy? I'd give this one a four point five. Four and a half. Yeah. Nice. And he uh I also got another one to try probably. Well, actually, we might try two next week, I think. We'll okay. see. Because he came out with another sour that I have actually in my cooler here. Um, that I forget what flavors it is. But it it's a good one. I tried it while I was there today, a little taster of it. That one's pretty good. So okay. we'll review that next week. And then he's also coming out with a hazy. I think he said we'll go on tap tomorrow. Possibly at least by Friday, it'll be on nice. the IPA. Um, so and I think I'm actually going to go to trivia night on Friday. Oh, yeah, let me know how it is. <laughs> so if you want to go, it's uh 90s movies. I did see that, and yeah, that's kind of, and I saw it was it was 90s movies, and I think video games was on there too. Oh, I have no idea. He it was like a list there, of he just told me 90s movies, yeah. Maybe it's just 90s trivia. I'm slacking, but 
you know, like we said, you go, uh, we could be on a team, dude. I want to win. Me and Betsy Ross. I want to win though. Well, then you should be on my team. <laughs> Boom. Boom. Um, I would drop my mic if it wasn't an older. Yeah. And if you didn't, if you did that, you would eat a Skittle. Oh yeah. That's yeah. true. That's true. So cool. So um, four and a half out of five. Yeah. Did you have a, a little sparkling water or something? I, I did. And you know what? Again, is it a new one? It is. Oh, it's it's the one, huh? I just did, saw it. I saw the top it? of it. Yeah. Did you see it? Yeah, that's one, one of my favorites. Once again, was drinking it out of my Relentless Defender koozie. Yeah. Um, but I sent you a text last week. Um, or, yeah, last week a after picture. we recorded. Yeah. Or was it this week, I think. I can't remember. Whatever. I don't know. But I said, hey, look what daddy got. And I took a picture of the sparkling waters in the back of my car. Yeah, and I said, my dad doesn't have that. <laughs> and then I, on your suggestion, I went and got the apple ginger. Apple ginger. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you're right. It it doesn't, you can taste the ginger, but it's very subtle. It tastes more yeah. like apple. So it's, if you were to drink this one warm, it would probably be like a sparkling um, warm apple cider, maybe. See, it's weird with me, like where when I work, I take sparkling waters with me and I don't put them in the fridge. I just keep them in my bag. Mm-hmm. So most of the time I drink them room temperature and that's what I've gotten used to. And that's, that's how I like them. So yeah, that's pretty weird. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So, um, yeah, this one's pretty good. Um, it's not my favorite. Um, I would give this one probably a good eight um, out of... You know, if if we were at the store and I saw him, oh yeah, I'll get it. Um, it's not like, ooh, I gotta get it. You know, it's not yeah. like my favorite. Um, yeah, I, I usually, I usually go through about through like four of these waters a day, and I usually yeah, me too. I put like four in my in my cooler, and I'll drink my caffeinated one, the green tea, citrus one in the morning, and then I'll have like another flavor, another flavor, another flavor. So this one, this is my second one today of these. What's your caffeinated one called? What brand? The, uh-huh. It's oh, uh-huh. it's aha. Uh-huh? Yeah, uh, green oh. tea citrus. I just got one today that I haven't tried yet. It's called like Glorious Mango. But mm-hmm. I think it's like Chirp or something like that is the brand. But it is caffeinated. Like all the all their sparkling waters are caffeinated. So Where'd you get that one at? That was at Target. It's called Chirp? It's something like that. It starts with a C. There's this... There's this brand I'm going to um, do on a future episode that we got at Grocery Outlet. It's called Ugly. Oh, that sounds great. It's fantastic. It's a pina colada. Mm. It tastes good. And it, it for some reason, it smells like when I open it, it reminds me of like going to like um, like a water park. You know, where you have oh. like the person walks by and they're wearing like Hawaiian Tropic. It's like that, that, that tropical. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that smell. So I, I have like some body wash. It's actually the same smell. Uh, oh. so, so I'm like, oh man, I love that. So every time I open up, I go, oh yeah. And then I just, you know, just chug it. It's good. That's how I feel about the bubbly strawberry. Did I try that one? Oh, I liked it. Yeah, that one's good. Yeah, I did like it. And it gives off a glorious aroma. No, I'm telling you, bubbly cherry though. If you like Robitussin, that's your jam. Because that thing is nasty. So, so yeah. So I got an eight on this. You get a four and a half on your beer. Yeah. And we're gonna do cheers today. So um, I got two cheers. 
um, they're both good stories um, of uh, people stepping into action and helping. So this one, um, it starts out, it's called Right Place, Right Time. And I think this was on uh, the 26th of July. And it starts out with saying hero, and this is in the Cambridge Dictionary. And it basically has a definition. It says, a person who is admired for having done something brave, having achieved something great. And here's the story. Let me make sure I have the whole story here. Yep, right here. Uh, on Sunday, 726, two men exemplified the definition of hero to perfection. The selfless act of heroism saved three precious lives. Oh, is this the guy from the boat? Yes. Yes, I just saw that today on the news. This is uh, a good story. Jason Buffalo, a Stanislaw County uh, Sheriff's Deputy. Oh, Jason Buffalo and Stanislaw County Sheriff's Deputy McCarthy. I think were, they were both police officers. It just says him, uh, or he's at least a deputy. I don't know. We're enjoying a sunny afternoon on the Delta. Mr. Buffalo was driving his boat in a northerly direction when he heard a shriek from his son. He looked toward the bank and saw a cloud of dust. Mr. Buffalo, hopefully I'm saying it's not Buffalo, but I'm saying Buffalo because that's how it's spelled, uh, immediately veered his great boat toward... Buffalo. What was that? Great White Buffalo. You're the Great White Buffalo. <laughs> um, veered his boat toward a side-by-side um, side side ATV that had driven over the embankment and was overturned in the water, which I think, um, judging by the pictures, it was one of those Arctic cats, like those... Um, yeah, it was it was a it was a sport side by side. Yeah, yeah. Um, just to give you an idea of what what it looked like. Um, the ATV had three riders aboard: one female driver. <laughs> Figure she was driving, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you decide if you want to leave that one in. Uh, one, <laughs> one male passenger and one twelve-year-old rear passenger. Once the boat was near the crash scene, Mr. Buffalo and the deputy immediately jumped into the water and swam towards the three occupants. The deputy took hold of the male passenger and carried him toward the bank. Once on the bank, a quick assessment of the male passenger revealed that he had a severe, he had severe injuries to his right arm and leg and could, that could be life-threatening if quick action wasn't taken. The deputy quickly constructed two makeshift tourniquets out of two life vests and PVC pipe. He applied the tourniquet to the male's right arm and right leg. It was determined later that the usage of these tourniquets saved the man's life. So Mr. Buffalo then directed his attention to the female occupants who were both face down in the water. He was un, or he was able to unfasten the two seatbelts and pull both of the female occupants to safety. Um, uh, that's all I have on the story. I think that's where it, where it actually cut off. But that just shows jumping into action. Um, and even though one of them was a deputy, it's still cool um, to hear that story because you're never off duty. Yeah, exactly. And um, I see so many times when people are like, oh, it's not my problem. And they just go by. Yeah. And he knew exactly what to do. And and like the title of it said, right place at the right time. That's, in, that's incredible. Like that story, he, three lives were saved that day because of that. Um, you know, just, I don't know what the reason for the accident was, if there was any drugs or alcohol. No, I don't the think there was. I think it I was just, I think it was just an accident. Messing around. Yeah. And regardless, if, even if there was, three lives were saved. And yeah. I think that's incredibly and that, that cool. that thing was, it was on its top in yeah. the water. The picture I saw, it was on its top in the water. And you see, I don't know if it was the off-duty deputy or the other guy, but he yeah, was literally... next to it. Yeah, he was laying halfway in the water, propping the guy's head up with a hand, but he was like in an awkward position because he's like, 
he's like holding his neck is basically his, and he's like yeah. trying to keep the guy steady. And you could tell like he's in a very uncomfortable position holding him. And, but he's just there because he knew, he knows this is what I have to do right now for this guy. Yeah. And, you know, hats off to them. That was, that's awesome. Yeah. Great job. And then the other one, this is, um, this one's kind of a, a longer story. So I'm probably just going to skim through it, but it says, um, and th- th- this is another heroism story of people stepping into action. But this was one gives me hope, especially for our youth. Um, because so many of our youth right now are caught up in the whole, um, I'm going to do what's popular and I'm going to, you know, F the police, you know, all this, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, cause that's what everybody wants right now. That's what the cool thing to do is, you know, spit on, you know, cops and, you know, they're horrible, but these five teenagers, um, you know, they saved the deputy's life and this is from uh, Fox news and it says, uh, five teenagers honored for saving life of Kings County deputy. And Kings County, I'm not quite sure where that's at. But there's one in Washington. Yeah, I don't know. Um, But it says right here, King County uh, Sheriff's Office of Washington um, recognized uh, the five young men who who intervened after a deputy was attacked by a heavily intoxicated man. In July, Deputy Elliott was flagged down at a car wreck. She was off duty at the time of, um, she was off duty at the time of the 1 a.m. incident. Those at the crash claimed uh, the suspect was trying to flee, and after the deputy attempted to stop him, he continued to stumble away. And then um, it says the man was able to wrap his arms around the deputy's neck. He put her in a headlock and began squeezing. During the struggle, she heard the group of young men yell, get off her. Five, the five um, boys uh, jumped on top of the suspect and began to pull him off the deputy while Elliot freed herself. Then they helped her hold him down while she handcuffed him. The sheriff's office said that deputy suffered minor scrapes or bruises on her behalf. You know, I have to thank you, Sheriff Mitzi. Oh, wow. Johan connect. Sorry. <laughs> That's a different mm-hmm. last name. Uh, told the boys on Monday, she believes, and I believe had you not been there for her on this day, she might not be alive. And then the teens were given the community heroism award, which represents the highest honor civilian can receive from the sheriff. The suspect was arrested on charges of felony assault of an officer and driving under the influence. He also um, had several other warrants out for his arrest, including um, for DUI, driving with a suspended license, and a failure um, to have an ignition interlock, according to the sheriff. What's an ignition interlock? That's the breathalyzer that you have to breathe into before you start your car if you have had too many DUIs. Okay, so so that was... You have to breathe into it. It has to read zero before it'll start. So this guy right here is a nominee for um, our scumbag. scumbag of the week. There it is. Um, it's so delayed. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, they said that the deputy suffered minor injuries, but man, that could have been so much worse. It could you have. Know, yeah. If it wasn't for, for them stepping up. And I saw a video the other day. I'm pretty sure you've seen this one because it's, it's kind of like a lesson of what not to do as a cop or you might need to get better training. It looked like it was inside of a, like a grocery store, but it was like this older white cop and this older white guy. And he's like telling them, I don't know what it was over, but he's just like, stop, stop. And they started like fighting, but man, it's like the way they're, they're fighting. I'm like, dude, do you want this guy to go to the ground or not? He's like struggling to get this guy on the ground. I'm like, dude, if this guy's fighting you, you fight back. 
And yeah. and then he like pulled out his taser, tried tasing the guy, went down, but then he fell down. And instead of like, you know, telling the guy to get on his stomach or anything, he just he got got down there real quick. And the guy ended up grabbing his taser. Meanwhile, like everyone's standing around videotaping. Nobody wow. is like helping. And finally, like after like ten minutes of this cop struggling, they're like, "Hey, man, uh, just you know, relax, man. Be be cool. Be cool." To to the guy, and I'm like. Dude, where were you guys earlier when they saw this guy struggling? Yeah. And I mean, two things, you know, nice that they stepped in later, but man, you know, if it's safe for you to do so, if you see someone struggling, help out. Um, and secondly, if you're a cop, man, and you're having that much of trouble, I mean, that guy was old. You might want to think it's time to hang up the, you know, the old uh, ballistic vest. Yeah. Because, um, you know, I'm, he, that dude's lucky he didn't get shot because that was, literally the next step yeah um but you know kudos to those five teenagers and the um the, two the sheriff's guys the boat. deputy and the and the his friend that that's um again these are meant to restore faith in humanity um because we see so much garbage on the news of so much hate i like seeing people um go outside their normal um the norm and just like do what's right just like with that um what's his name bridger walker that kid that saved his sister from the dog the dog bite you know just it's it's so nice to hear these stories and not so much bad you yeah. know and that guy uh, was a scumbag you know he was he was wanted so yeah he got somebody bad off the streets you know that, that's something i think those those five kids could be proud of you know and again gotta go to the parents you know good job mom good job dad yeah, or raised them right or whoever raised you i mean you could be raised by your grandma and grandpa that's still a mom and dad figure in your life yeah. but good job you know on raising those boys to jump in and help out where they can and and know when to do so you know that's that's amazing to me um for that we're going to give you the wth the real wth cheers 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 fellas and on the heels of that, I kind of, I kind of want to talk. It's not really a cheers, but um, it's a a good story about how everything should go. I mean, it ended with sort of a bad outcome. Um, but Sack PD, did you see the shooting they were involved in back in mid July? Um, which one? Uh, <laughs> it was at the apartment complex. Yeah. Yes, the the uh, the one over by the college. Um, yeah. I did see that. I actually watched the the I, I read the synopsis of it and I watched the video. That they gave him a lot of chances. They they did, and it was you could tell that these people they had been retrained and told what exactly they need to do. Because I mean, the, this guy they there was a shooting on the fifteenth of July at an apartment complex. The 21st of July, they went back to the same apartment complex to get uh, footage of the shooting from the security cameras that were there. While they were there, the suspect that they had was walking through like the courtyard area of the apartment complex and they confronted him. Right when they confronted him, he was with another woman and he immediately pulled a gun out of like a handbag and pointed at the officers instead of the officer. Cause one of them was in full uniform. The other was playing close. Um, he, I think he was a detective or something like that. And instead of immediately drawing their weapons and shooting at this guy, 
they both took cover, which if it would have gone the other way and they would have started shooting, I, I, I don't know if I would have had a problem with that because somebody's pointing a gun at you for no reason, you know? Right. Um, See, at that point, it was, it was more like, you're, you're damned if you do, life. damned if you don't, but yeah. you know what? You just, you, but, you, you did what you're more likely retrained to do. Yeah. And now they're basically covering their tail like, hey, we retreated yeah. and gave him a chance. Yeah, they they immediately they they were close to cover, so they they got behind. It was like a corridor into a courtyard, so they they hid behind the walls of the building, and they started calling out, uh, "Sacramento Police Department, drop the weapon!" Drop, and they started calling the guy by name because they knew who he was, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Just drop it. This this isn't what you want to do." And they kept saying, "We don't want to shoot you. We don't want to shoot you. Drop the gun." And he kept saying, "I'm not going back. I'm not going back." Uh, they waited the entire time. And the whole time this guy is pointing the gun right at him. Like he, it's not like he has it at his side. He's pointing it at, at them the whole time. So th- that in and of itself is enough cause for them to eliminate the threat. Cause right. that guy can pull the trigger at any time, but they don't, they wait and uh backup comes. And in the, in the camera footage, you can see when backup comes, the uh, guy's like, Hey, one of them had a, had an AR 15 so he's like, hey, you take over my spot because you have a rifle. It was kind of a long distance. It was probably 30, 40 yards. And that's kind of that's kind of far for a, a handgun. So he's like, you 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 take uh, this lead right here. So he gets on the corner of the building. And the guy ends up like, I think he had the gun down and then he raised it again. And at that point, the officer that had the rifle said, I'm going to take the shot. I'm going to take the shot. And he pulled the trigger once and stopped the threat. Yeah. I mean that that guy had probably it was at least five minutes, maybe more. Yeah, to, I think surrender. And he knew that they were officers. They were talking and the guy said, I'm not going back. So he knew they were officers. He knew that they were gonna take him to jail. Right. And yeah, he wasn't and, gonna go. And they yeah, he definitely knew they're officers. They definitely announced themselves. And before that all went down, they even showed up with like the ballistic shield. Um, they they showed up with all that because they knew they were gonna have to move in on them. Um, and the way that the apartments were, they're newer apartments. They're actually really nice. Yeah, it looks like they a, look nice. It looks like a, a hotel. It's, it's like maybe yeah. six stories and a yeah. huge courtyard. So it almost looks like if you go to like a Marriott or something like that Yeah. and he's in the very middle of it and there was someone else in there, you know, obviously yelling. Yeah. I think the, they kept telling her leave, you need to leave right now. And she stayed there the whole time. And there was even someone behind them yelling and, I feel like a lot of people are like nowadays are like trying their hardest to be get so involved to where they're like, man, just leave him alone. He didn't do anything when they don't know the whole story. That yeah. guy was wanted for a murder. Yeah. And it, I mean, it was, but it, it was textbook. I mean, yeah. Like they couldn't have done a better job with it. And the whole thing about, Oh, we need to send in social workers to these calls yeah, first. Good luck with that. that. That would not have worked there. Like Sac County has a good system where they bring out a social worker and an officer. Yeah. At the same time. But if you just send out social workers, what do you think is going to happen? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> look at, look at these people right now. I I've seen videos ever since um, the George Floyd thing, which we'll save that body cam footage for a breakout episode. Oh, I, I heard that the full footage came out. I still haven't seen it though watch it okay i mean yeah watch it that's all i gotta say okay um so you know what i was saying is is um with this um 
the situation, regardless what's going to happen, you're going to have uprising, right? You're going to have people who are mad no matter what. And they're always going to throw a fit and say, oh, well, you know, you know, he, he didn't point it at him. I'm like, well, he just did. He pointed again. Yeah, and this, this was a good thing because there was a, a bystander in one of the apartments that was videotaping like straight into the courtyard of the guy the whole time. Mm-hmm. And you could, you could clearly see on the video, he's raising the gun and pointing it at him the yep. entire time. Yeah. And it's, it takes a lot of patience um, to do that, especially your, your nerves are going. Yeah. Um, I know last night I was about to fall asleep and I got a, an alert on my phone. I'm not sure if you got it where you live, but CHP sent it out. It was a blue alert is what they called it. And it was like a guy that was wanted. Um, and I guess he got in a shooting with a SACP officer last night, but he somehow got away and they're looking for him. As far as I know, they're still looking for him. And so it went out. I'm sitting here thinking, gosh, dang it. That's crazy. Like this world, man, it's like, you know, people say that sometimes like statistics will crime will raise and lower by 25% and stuff like that. But I heard statistics today saying like crime, like in California has raised 125%. Yeah. And then in New York, it's raised like 225%. Look at, look at Minneapolis right now. It looks like a war. It looks like Beirut. Like crime and carjackings went up by 200%. Mm-hmm. I think they had a hundred carjackings in the last month since they disbanded the police department, um, robberies. And that, like, there's a public service announcement that is out on, on their website that says, be prepared to give up your money and your phone Yep. to people. It, 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 it's just, that's not a world that people should have to live in. Yeah. It's not. That's not the world I'm going to live in. No. And you know, that, that's why I think it's so important to um, know your rights. And especially in these times, as long as you're allowed to and do it legally, get yourself um, some protection. Yeah. You know, um, I carry um, my little taser with me every day at work. Yeah. Because I'm allowed to. I mean, I'm allowed to carry a gun, but I, I just don't have my CCW because I'm not cool. But, you know, I, I mean, I, I protect myself because I would rather be, you know, judged by 12 than carried by six. You know, yep. I'm yep. I, I'm not going to fall victim to that. I'm also not going out and planning on starting anything. It's for my own protection because I've seen people just automatically just punch somebody for no reason. There's this dancing kid. I forgot where he was. He, he got punched for no reason by some some guy. Kid was doing nothing wrong. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And then, and like what you're saying about the social workers, yeah. If if these people are don't care about killing like a nine year old kid in Chicago or punching a kid in the face who's just dancing on a street corner, what makes you think that they're not going to retaliate against a social worker there to help? You know yeah. they don't care. You know it, it's there, there's this agenda and it's ridiculous. And I really feel like honestly for all my cop friends right now, like that's why that's one reason why we do this show and do the beers and cheers and and stuff like that is because we want to let them know, Hey, there's still people out there that respect you and thank you and need you. And cause I like watching those Portland protests, my gosh, like so much hate is spewed their way. You know, those guys go home and just are like, why am I doing this? What's yeah. the point? The world yeah. is against me. I'm like, no, it is not. You're seeing a small fraction. The silent minority has not spoken up yet. Yeah. You know, and because because if we speak, it's going to be loud. Silent and, majority. 
silent majority. Sorry, that exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, it's going to be really, really loud when we do. And, yeah. you know, it, it's just a crazy world we live in, man. And yeah. I hope it gets better. But as long as I keep seeing stories about people helping other people, like what we said tonight, yeah, that'll still instill my faith in, in humanity and keep it going. Let's let, let, let's turn the news around and make it everything positive. I know that yeah, that's, that's not going not going to happen, but let's try. That's one reason why I wanted to bring that story up because it, it, it doesn't, that, that story doesn't get any news. I mean, I haven't seen it on the news at all. I've seen it on like social media once, I think. Yep. And then I had to look into it to actually find the, the video footage and everything. Like people don't talk about it because they, that's how most of the, the encounters go. They do everything right, you know? Yeah. And it, it sucks that this guy got shot and I'm pretty sure he was killed from the yeah, one shot that was taken. He was. And that, that sucks. But I mean, th this guy had no care for life. Yeah, well, know? I mean, if you want my honest opinion, the dude killed somebody and he pointed yeah. a gun at a cop. So I don't he, really, he had, I don't really care no, if he's dead. He had no qualms with, with taking another life. Like that's not the type of person that needs to be on the street. I'm not saying they need to be shot and killed all of them. Right, but they don't belong on the street. So you yeah. you need to do whatever you can to get them off. And yeah. and these these police officers, they did everything by the book. But as long as we live in Newsom, California, you know he could release them because he might get the COVID. Yeah, you know like which that. is which is just ridiculous. But um, um oh, I I think we wanted to so let's let's get off the the news stories topic because that might take us down a rabbit hole. But I, I want to talk about we've been we've been talking about doing the episode. And I think we kind of brushed on this for the Area Fifty One type episode that we did. A little um, bit of conspiracy, yeah, stuff. a little bit of conspiracy, a little bit of sauce sprinkled in there, a little conspiracy yeah, sauce, yeah, a little bit. And this this will be a little little taster because I got a buddy who's very into multiple conspiracy theories. And uh, I've been talking to him a lot. And then I talked to you a little bit about it. And he wants to come on the show. And that this, from just talking to him and then I feel bad when I do that because it cuts you off. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, listening to you and your take on some of the stuff that he was actually talking about. And then getting more into it. Like, man, we're, we're going to have to cover some some big ones. At least one for sure. Because I've become way into this one. I, I I think it's the one I'm. T is it the one I told you about? The the two parter. Yeah. Well, actually, it's a four parter. Yeah, it's four parter. Yes, um, that one. The th here's the thing, folks. It's 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 not like okay, the Bermuda Triangle is it real? Isn't it? Mm -mm. These things are mm -mm. so detailed. Where yeah. you're like, okay, there is so much like fact behind this. Yeah. And it, it's not like anything that's like how would I say it? Like, um, paranormal. It's like, no, there's no. physical evidence. Yes. Yes. And, and I think that just the one that you want to do alone is a that show be, all by itself. It was a four parter in a different show. Yeah. There's no so, way you could like even they do it took, justice. They took a, almost a three hour show just for the theories on this one thing. Yeah. So it, it is, I'm, it is I'm excited for that. And we're, we're going to have my buddy on and he's, He's got a lot of theories. He was talking to me the other day about a couple more and I was like, oh my gosh. So I started to look into them and yeah, like time traveling, um, 
what else is oh, the, Amelia Earhart. We're going to have to cover that a little bit. How that got tied into yours. Yeah. 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 And then, and then my whole thought on Amelia Earhart completely changed after listening to all these eyewitness accounts and everything of stuff mm-hmm. that happened, man, it's there. You can go so deep into this stuff. That's, yeah, t- that's something I'm excited about. I went through today um, in my, cause I, there's this other podcast I listen to um, that does all these. I listen to two other conspiracy theory podcasts and I was going through some old ones. I listened to them. Which one did I like? And I started the other one. I forgot like how much I liked it. I was like, Oh, that's a good one. And it's one that you, these are theories. Um, we're not going to tell you the name yet just because we're going to keep it close to the chest, but I'm telling you, you have probably never heard of it. Yeah. And I didn't hear of it. And then I told Wilson, well, Hey Wilson, have you heard of this one? He goes, no, I'm all listen to this episode. I think it was a few days later. All, I am hooked. I'm all, I told yeah. you. Yeah. It is and nuts. then, then you got into the one I told you about, I think a little bit more that mm-hmm. you, you knew about, but I don't think you'd, you'd actually like gone into it at all. Right. Right. Uh, I, one, I listened to the one a, about the boat. Yeah. I listened yeah. to uh, an abbreviated, um, it was a condensed version of it. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, you know what? I want to go further back and, and do some more research on it because it, it has to do with like military. Yeah. And, um, yeah. and there is some, and, and, and there was a movie made about it. Um, there was. Yeah. And that in itself is a conspiracy. Huh. So it's, uh, See, it just keeps getting deeper. I say we review that movie and do that conspiracy theory on that particular one. That, that could be good because that movie but, comes up in the conspiracy theory part of it. I I'm, I'm so excited about the one because I've been watching the show and getting, I've never seen up. the show. So oh you have, my yeah. gosh, you have to watch this. Sh- Where can I seven, find that? Uh, well, I'm watching it on history so okay. I, I can, I can give you my login for that to be able to watch it on history but you said it's a seven parter huh you said no there's seven seasons of the show seven seasons of just that one theory conspiracy no, theory of of well it has to do with that conspiracy theory but it's the one the the latest group of people to they own the island oh okay. and they're the ones there so it's, but it's not seven, seven seasons on now. the same conspiracy theory is it Seven, yeah, this is this is all. You, you want me to tell you what it's called? Yeah, the curse of Oak Island. Okay, wait, do they talk about it in the episode? Yes, they okay. do. Yeah, I, I wanted but, to watch it, but when they talked about it, that was in 2015. It yeah, was 2020, happened. and it's still going on. Oh, so, wow. when they were talking about it, it was like the season premiere of the third season, and yeah. now we're into seven. I think they just finished seven. I, I do oh. want to watch it because that that one when I first heard about it, I I, I was just shocked because I never heard about it. So now that we spoiled yours, you know, uh, go uh, if you want to go re- do some research on that. What before we yeah, get into because Oak, Oak Island? I mean, yeah. it, it, I I I want to be those. I wish I had a lot of money to be able to just yeah. go figure this stuff out. And I'm telling you that that right there, it, it kind of has like a, a like an Indiana Jones feel to yes. it at the very beginning with like with everything and just Throughout traps and thing. stuff it, it, and, and everything. And, and, and they, they are finding more and more evidence that they're right. So, yeah, it, it's, it's incredible. Uh, do some research on that one if you want. Um, Cause I'm telling you that episode might be a longer episode than what we normally do. Um, yeah. Cause it, there is it, like you said, it was a four part podcast 
and we would have to we're gonna have to jam it into something so it's gonna be just full of information yeah that um, might be that might be a little longer podcast yeah that so that'd be cool if that wasn't in person or, or maybe we can do like a series where we do one theory every month or something like that and have have my buddy on because he i'm telling you he knows like about it's con- conspiracy friday yeah something like <laughs> that because he he knows about a lot of them no that'd be i'm totally down for that yeah um that'd be, be cool, cool. Um, i think that's that's where we're trying to push the show too to where we got schedule like oh we got let's do a movie review this week and then next week it'll be i don't know conspiracy theory breakout conspiracy yeah, and then breakout and then yeah, a guest. Yeah. Yeah, we could do that. And then what we could do is we could all be on the same, we'll all research our own stuff on the same conspiracy. Yeah. That way we all come to the table and like, well, here's what I think. Yeah. That way we come to different conclusions. And I think it'd be a good talking point rather than yeah. us just like learning, like me telling you about mine. You're like, well, I don't know anything about it. So I don't have it. Yeah. Yeah. We need to all do some research. Yeah. I'll, 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 I'll talk to him this week. Get a list. See, Get a list from him. Of, see of which ones. one he really wants to talk about, and we can we can go with that. Yeah, we'll start that. Yeah. fairly soon because you know, I, I'm telling you, like I said, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but man, it's so cool to listen to all this stuff and be like, oh, that could really be happening right now. Yeah, and and you know what's funny is some things that are conspiracy theories have been proven to be true. Yeah, and yeah. you know it, it's just uh. I think it's, it, those are going to be fun. We'll be like, everyone's like late night. We'll be like the next coast to coast AM. Yeah. You know, we'll have that little well, calling from this side of the Rockies or whatever he used to say. Yeah. And um, oh, man, there, there's so many. And I just got into another one too that is out in Utah. I don't know if you know about that one. I, th- I might have told you. I know about a lot of them. You, you'll have to tell me off the air. Yeah. Uh, oh man! I'll tell you about the one I was listening to today. Once we get done, oh, but one thing that's not a conspiracy—not a conspiracy, not a conspiracy—actually happened. Yeah, and it's um, actually the greatest movie of all time. Yeah, we are reviewing. I can't believe I'm saying this. 2015's Lava Lantula. Lava Lantula, um, which is about lava and tarantulas, and it's basically. Um, the synopsis is uh, you, Wilson, you know, you, you, this is your movie. You read the synopsis on it. Well, I, I don't have the synopsis in front of me, but I can tell you all about it. So, uh, it starts with, um, an actor who is kind of a washed up actor. Um, and this person is played by Steve Gutenberg. Mahoney. You, yeah. You will know him as Mahoney from uh, police Academy or also, um, was three it? minute oh. baby. Yes, and uh, three minute a lady, a haunted mansion. He's in haunted mansion. Is it? No, it's not haunted mansion. It's uh, fail. It's one of those ones. The tower, tower of terror. He's in that one. Is he really? Yes. Look it up. I'm looking right now. Yeah, look it up. He's in there. Um, because Eddie Murphy's in haunted mansion. Steve Gutenberg's in tower of terror. He has such a huge tower or something. He has such a heat. How how long ago was that movie out? It was a while ago, probably like late nineties. Oh, oh, he's in a remake of the Poseidon Adventure, um, which is another conspiracy. Just saying, the Poseidon Adventure, or are you talking about Titanic? The Poseidon. It was based off of nobody knew about these rogue hundred foot waves. Um, I'm not seeing it, dude. He was in Cocoon, Police Academy. 
He's like the main actor in Please Come. You all remember him. 1997 what? film. 1997? Boom, right there. Tower of Terror. I got it. See, look. He's in it. See, he's on the cover. Oh. Yep. It, that's weird. IMDb failed me, dude. It's Steve like Steve Gutenberg and Kirsten Dunst was also in it. Oh, I hate saying that name, Kirsten. It's Kirsten, okay? <laughs> Kirsten. Kirsten. My, I have a buddy. I feel bad. I don't know if he listens, but his daughter is Kirsten. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Brian. All right. Um, but the, the, the synopsis is uh, Steve Gutenberg plays Colton West. He's a aging action movie star. We'll get into a little more of that <laughs> later on, which is great. He's got some taglines. Yeah, um, he does. But uh, it starts out with him on a movie set, and he ends up getting fired from the movie set because he's kind of the you-need-to-do-everything-for-me uh, type of actor. And uh, apparently the night before, he'd gotten into a bar fight or something like that and gotten arrested. And his... Oh, who's who's his agent? What's his name? The little, the little person? Oh, okay. I don't know his name. Um, he's in he, a lot of movies. Yeah, he's in a lot of stuff. Um, he, he is a little person. Um, his name is Danny Woodburn. Um, he, he's, I think he was in a lot of Seinfeld. He was in Seinfeld and stuff. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, Jingle All the Way, he's in a lot yes, of movies. He was but, the elf in Jingle All the Way. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not to be confused with uh, the dude from Elf. Yeah. Not him. Yeah. That's, he's uh, the, uh, there's like two famous little people. There's yeah. the one from Elf and there's the other guy. You'd recognize him if you saw him. And then there's Vern Troyer. Yeah, rest in peace. R.I.P. Um, but uh, he ends up getting fired from this movie set. And on his way home, I guess there had been a few earthquakes in Los Angeles recently. And on his way home, uh, uh, the Santa Monica Mountains end up erupting like a volcano while he's stuck in traffic. And all of a sudden, these giant tarantulas come out of the ground and they're like... They got like lava in in the spiders and they start spitting like lava and fire at people and attacking people and stuff like that. And it just centers around Colton West trying to get back home. He gets back home and finds out his son, who he was supposed to take to a Boo Dodgers game, um, has left. And uh, it centers around him getting back to his son, finding his son and getting them all safe. And then they end up stopping the threat of the lavalangelas in the process yeah that's pretty good and this movie has so many different it, it i don't think this movie was made to be taken seriously um no it was it was a sharknado type movie which has a tie-in as well <laughs> it does and i missed the part last night because i think i was like going to the bathroom or something when it happened I started laughing. My daughter didn't get it. I go, well, watch Sharknado next time you get it. <laughs> so, so yeah, you pretty you much got a shark up. problem. So yeah, so you said he's a washed-up actor. Um, yeah. He was like a '90s movie star, and his most popular character was the Red Rocket. Yeah. Um, and so, what's funny is um, he he has these little one-liners, and then and then he uh, as he's leaving the um, the movie set, at the very beginning. First, they make you think that like at the very beginning, like he's actually like getting beat up. Yeah. Part of me was thinking, I'm like, I think this is a movie set because I know that he's, this has nothing to do with like war or anything like that. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, so off the bat, they tell you he's an actor, but he's walking out and the director's there. That director, do you know who he is? I do not. 
There's a lot of cameos in this movie. This is a cameo. This is a good one for me, and I knew it right off the bat. That is a, a guy by the name of Lee Wan L. Do you know what movies he directed? No. Saw. Really? Invisible Mang. Huh. The new yeah. one? Yep. I watched that. That was amazing. A good movie. That's wow. A great movie. Wow. I had to change my shorts a few times during that movie. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's Lee Wan L. Um, and he did a little cameo in it. Um, but, uh, yeah, like you said, like the cinema came out and explode, which I thought was pretty cool. I thought they did a pretty good job on the special effects. Hey, uh, it was, it was better than Velocipaster where they just say, <laughs> uh, mountain erupting right here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's going to be the next one we're going to like, well, you know, down the road nope. or whatever. That's going to be, I had, I, I'm not gonna lie. There, I had, I had fun watching this movie because there's was, a lava lantula too. And it's, it's called two, different. what's it? It's called like two. Two lava, two, two lava, lantula. two lantula, yeah, something yeah. like that. But the, the funny thing that that I saw in the beginning was, I think it was when he was, uh, it was either when he was talking to the director or his agent. But he said, "What are you doing to me?" And he had no idea. He didn't read the script at all. But it, the movie that he was supposed to be in was about cockroaches. Yep, and I had that written down. So I, I like that they initially they they pull a lot of indiana jones references from this a movie, lot if you didn't notice and this first one is he goes bugs i hate bugs which going yep. snakes i hate snakes you got that yeah but then he also says at one point when he's talking to one of them he says come on what are you doing to me here like i i'm, I'm a real actor i'm supposed to be in something with integrity and respect and <laughs> he's he's in this lava lantula movie so it's kind of yeah. funny funny little one line in there to take a dig at himself basically and one thing going back to the to the 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 opening of the movie is um there is a big police academy connection in this movie oh there is yep the first the 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 special effects special effects people so you have um michael winslow who's the guy who does all the voices all the weird noises in police academy marion ramsey She's the uh, the the really really sweet high pitched uh, black female yep. officer, and then you have Leslie Esterbrook who comes in a little bit later. Um, that that's uh, that's the their neighbor, right? Yeah, and she's like yeah. the 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 love interest in Police Academy. Everyone thought she yeah. was hot. Yeah, she's um, the hot blonde. Yeah, and and so that right there, I was, I was like, okay, I, I have a I have a special place in my heart for Police Academy movies. So I'm all, I think we're gonna be good with this show. Yeah. Did you notice the scene when they're when he's driving um, back? I think he's driving back home, or he's trying to find his son, or whatever. Oh no! First, he shows up back at home after a thing, and his wife's like, "You're gone crazy!" Like he's all, "There's like, there's tarantulas and they're breathing fire." And she's like, "What are you talking about?" Like, yeah. She goes, "You feel the earthquake?" And then she's not believing him, so he goes, "Where's my son?" And then um, I can't remember his son's name. I had it written down. I'll find it Ethan, later. Ethan, I think. Yeah, I can't remember. I think it's Ethan. Um, and so, so he basically he's now leaving and my daughter knows something I thought was funny. He's driving a Kia car, but the yeah, eye is did blacked you see? out. Yeah. The eye is blacked out. And then on the back of it, one of the letters in the, I think it's a Sorrento. They blacked out a letter on that too. Yeah. So it says Ka. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny, but as he's, um, you know, driving, um, he sees like this, uh, it's a, he's on a windy road, maybe like looks like Mulholland Drive or something in LA. It's like really windy. And he comes up upon like a big hole in the ground with lava and and his tires start melting on the car because the ground's so yeah, hot. But his, but his shoes don't. 
Well, I'm they a little do. Past it. They they melt. Yeah, a little bit, but I mean, if it's, if your tires are going to explode like that, your shoes are probably going to melt quicker. Yeah, I'm no, just well, saying. Before that, before he comes on the way home, I wrote this down. It was funny because he went from like he was in the crowded highway, right? It, like locked traffic. You yeah. can move, and all of a sudden, when he goes to leave, he like backs up, backs into someone, and then guns it. And he's on this crowded highway, and then all of a sudden, boom, he's on this dirt road. <laughs> like yeah. out of just, nowhere. just serene just <laughs> yeah. no traffic whatsoever yeah and so he ends up like hiking um into the woods and stuff and he has like a shotgun with him right he does. It, was, it was a shotgun did, did, did you notice before before he left his wife made a reference to arnold schwarzenegger being the governor of california I didn't notice that. She she did she said well something like well that's what you get when you have the governor or something was that movie this is 2015 he wasn't the governor then, was he? He wasn't, but the, she she says governor because I wrote it down. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Well, this movie also has like a lot of like action star um, sequences, like to where they're promoting the action star trope in this movie pretty big time. First of yeah. all, Steve Gutenberg for his age looks pretty good. He does. Um, I was he like does. surprised. I was like, man, well, yeah, he, look, he looks pretty good. Like the beginning when he was like. Changing his shirt and throwing them at yeah, the Yeah, I, I, I was like, man, he's, he's taking care of himself. That's good. Good for you, sir. Yeah, good for you. Cheers to you. WTH, cheers. <laughs> um, and so he ends up back on the road again. And this this is, I, I was cracking up this scene. This tour bus pops up. And it's like one of those sightseeing star, map to the stars, homes type tours. And I've seen this happen before where they go on these tours and they roll up in a neighborhood where there's a famous actor and the actor comes out of their house. Hey, everybody, you know, like a really nice actor who's willing to do that. And everyone's like, Oh, this is so cool. This person's here. Well, they all see Colton West, which is Steve Gutenberg out. And he's all, what are you guys doing? There's trenches everywhere. And everyone thinks it's an act. They're all, they're all, we love you. We love you, Colton West. We love you. We love you. Yeah. And, and, um, and then, uh, so, did you did you see him on the the top deck of the bus first? I saw. Oh, you're talking about the kid from Sandlot? Yeah, yeah. He was so, on the upper deck first. Yeah, and I I pointed out a goof on that real quick too. Oh, you did? Yeah. So so he he so everyone wants to take a picture of him. So he's like, yeah. Um, he tells the bus driver take a picture of me in front of the bus and stuff. So he steps back. He goes. Go a little bit further back, a little bit further back. And he goes, turn around, you know, and the guy's like, okay. Yeah, we'll do, we'll do a panoramic shot. Movie talk. Movie yeah, talk. Movie, that was a theme throughout movie the talk. whole movie. <laughs> movie talk, right? And then, so he goes to take the picture, and then Colton West jumps in the bus and, ta- and, and steals it, and he leaves. But as they're leaving away, nobody's on the top deck. Yeah, they all it's came just, down to see him. Completely empty. But, I mean, usually those things are full. Yeah. Um. But as they're leaving, like somehow word gets out on the news that Colton West has taken a bus. And so it cuts to like these really cheesy news scenes. And it goes like Colton West, famous action star from the Red Rocket movies. And then it goes into like this. He goes, who's known for his famous lines. And his lines were, you want to take one? (laughs) Like right before he kills someone, he says this. Nice tattoo. Nice nose. (laughs) Nice tentacle <laughs> <laughs> yeah he goes nice tentacle and and he cuts he cuts whatever it is off every yeah. yeah and what's funny is is uh, my daughter she was right next to me she goes nice testicle <laughs> I was like, tentacle, tentacle tentacle didn't you see it in his hand after he cut it <laughs> i'm like that it was, was a tentacle a yeah <laughs> um 
And oh, oh, going back to the news cutscenes. Did you ever like read the scrolling script at the bottom? No, I didn't. Oh my gosh. You have to go back and just watch that part because some of the stuff that they put on there is just hilarious. And then at one point throughout the movie, it says like martial law has been declared. And I didn't catch this, but uh, Betsy Ross did. But the first time they say it, it says martial law, but it, it spells it like martial arts. Or no, no, it spells it like martial, like the martial. Okay, M-A-R-S-H-A-L-L. Yeah, yeah, and then it cuts back to it again like five seconds later and it has it again, but it says martial the right way, like martial arts, like mm-hmm. martial law. But there, there's little things in that scrolling script at the bottom that are pretty funny you need to watch. Yeah, this definitely is one of those movies that I, I think there's a lot more going on. Yeah. Um, and you catch like little tidbits the second time around. There was things going on in Dumb and Dumber and that I didn't catch until... I watched it with subtitles on. Yeah. So I'm yeah. like, so I'm going to definitely give this one another shot. Oh, his son's name is Wyatt. Is that what you said? Oh, I thought it was Ethan. Maybe, maybe one of the, maybe the other kid's name is Ethan that he's with. Yeah. So now we cut back to, um, he's still trying to find his son. So we cut back to um, the, his wife and she goes across the street to the neighbor's house. Well, she calls her first. He calls her and I can't remember. Did she answer? Yes, she does. They're talking on the phone the whole time, and then she says something like, "Oh, the dog's barking." Hold on a second. That's right. And well, the whole time, that's the right. Dog. That's right. When they're on the phone, you see the window see, in the back. Yeah, you see the, the lava land. She like crawling up, and um, that lady in that room is Leslie Easterbrook, who is in um, um, Police, Police Academy. Academy. And also, you hear just like this, like dog. You know, Coco is a dog's name. Coco. Yeah. Um, you, you hear it go. You know, makes a noise, and then she goes into the kitchen you see like this <laughs> smoking husk of a dog it's like an you know like those old like um what do they call it like the body things where they spray paint the, yeah, paint, the yeah, body outline yeah. it's like a burnt outline of like a dog on the ground yeah and she's like what's going on and then she looks back and the lava lunch is there and it burns her face like completely off yeah 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 just like do you see <laughs> i mean it's horrible special effects but it just like there's a hole in her face just with fire gone through then she runs over to the house yeah, to check on her and sees like everything burned. So she realizes, oh, he was telling the truth. She runs back and that's one of my favorite parts is where she goes through and like you, the Lavalangelo's broke into the house of an action movie star. So he's got all his props on the wall. Yeah. And she's sitting there like breaking glass to get to the sword and the sword melts. And she's like, uh oh, she breaks the glass, get to the throwing stars. And apparently she's very good at using throwing stars. And she just starts tossing them, but they're bouncing off. Yeah. And she, she finally gets to the shotgun and she goes to break the glass. And apparently that has better glass on it because yeah. it doesn't break. <laughs> and then she makes the Lavalantula jump at her and he breaks the glass and she pulls the shotgun out and shoots him. And, kills him but one of my favorite lines is you messed with the wrong house yeah <laughs> they, they they told you at the very beginning but she's like i'm gonna go to the studio and teach my class i think she's like kickboxing, a, kickboxing. yeah so yeah. they kind of like tell you ahead of time that she's fit and she this is what she does you know so yeah. um and then you broke into a house that has a bunch of action movie stars props in it so yeah so what's funny is uh oh bet we forgot back when he's on the bus the, oh, the the bus is starting to get attacked by Lava Lanchula. Oh yeah, 
This is a great and, line too. And uh, the kid from the Sandlot is kind of kind of becomes a sidekick a little bit. And so he's like, like, is this real? Like, like just talking to everything. And then he's all here, take the take the wheel because you see like the lava lantula like crawling up, and he does his line. Um, yeah. and I was cracking up. And what's he say, Wilson? He says, "No fare, no ride." Boom. Boom. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> and, and what's funny is is um, I'm sitting there and I was laughing and I closed my eyes. I was laughing so hard when he said that. It's all. This is literally what I heard because I watched it. I watched the same version as you, different streaming service. So this so you is didn't watch I, it on Amazon. You know, I may have watched it on Amazon. It was but, free on Amazon. Okay, but okay, hold on. <laughs> okay, <laughs> this, this is what I heard. I heard no fare, no ride. A oh, crazy stuff, cheesy bread. What? I had a random commercial added right when that happened. Oh, okay. And yeah, there la- were no commercials in the in the one I watched. I was laughing. I had my eyes closed, and all of a sudden, uh, I was like, "How's like, huh? Crazy cheesy stuff? What? <laughs> the crap?" You know, I was like, and that keeps popping up like because i because i watched it i forget what service i watched it on it and wasn't it wasn't amazon because it was actually it might it might have had commercials i think it did because it was i watched it on amazon through imdb okay um i, I don't remember i was i streamed it from my phone to i cast oh, okay. it and so i was just like oh what i'm like <laughs> i thought it was part of the line it wouldn't surprise me if that was part yeah, of the line, it, it could be like, instead of like him, like shooting someone and saying, no fair, no ride. He goes, you know, crazy stuff, cheesy bread. Boom. You know, that's yeah. something I would say, which sounds fantastic right now, by the way, somehow they end up, you know, the, the, I can't remember the sunlight kid's name in the movie. I say kid, he's probably older than me. Yeah. Um, but he, they, I mean, he still looks like a kid. He still looks the same. He does. He's a funny like looking he, dude. You could you could see him like pointing out to the grandstands and calling a shot still. Yeah. Well, all while this is all going on, you see Ham. Um, ham. You see him as Ham. Huh? Isn't that his name? I can't oh, oh yeah, Ham. ham yeah, Porter. Hambone. But they the, but they called him like Babe Ruth or something a couple of times because he's the yeah. you know um, the great Hambino. Hambino. That's what it yeah, is. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> um <laughs> god I, I love that movie yeah um so while this is all going on um this is a little out of order but it's not that big of a deal um we find out where Wyatt's at he's he's like bmx uh riding his bmx bikes with his friends and um they come across like another hole in the ground and they're like what's that you know and as they're walking up they see like this big old like thing shoot out of it like a heat thing like a heat uh yeah vapor and then um and then they're like, oh no, like, like, let's like, get out of we here. We gotta get here. And that smoke that was coming up was totally fake. It no, was it wasn't. Just, totally <laughs> real. It was, that was a hole in the ground in the middle I'm of like, Los Angeles. You could have just, you know, lit pieces of paper on fire. You could have used a smoke bomb. Yeah, something right there. That thing, I was, I was laughing so hard. I'm like, dude, that is so fake right there. Cause you could tell it's digital. So, um, What's the Sandlot Kid? I'm just gonna call him Sandlot Kid. And yeah, I can't um, remember his name either. And Colton West. Now they're on Hollywood Boulevard, the Walk of Fame with the stars and everything. And um, he comes across a guy by the name of Pirate Jack. Love Pirate Jack. Is he is he a cameo? Um, he was he's in stuff. Uh, I don't think he's a cameo. Um, okay, but his character is Jack from Pirates of the Caribbean. 
Yeah. They call him Pirate Jack. But apparently he's worked on other movies with Colton West, so that's how he knows and him. And he lost his hand on one of them, and that's yeah. why he's a pirate now. And then they 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 all get into a car, and he's just like, take me here. Because I think uh, they found out where um, – because uh, the Lavalanches started attacking Wyatt, his his son, and they were in like some warehouse. But I think the warehouse yeah, his was – his son sent him a text message. Yeah, and it, I forgot what the warehouse was a movie studio or it was a set. It was a set where, where they filmed a lot of movies. Yeah, yeah, and so he was there. So he's like, "We got to get here." So they're on the way driving, and there's a little bit of a um, a nod to Police Academy again. Uh, Pirate Jack goes, "Oh, look! There's the that's where the Blue Oyster was. I missed that place." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you catch yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah, I was just like, oh, that's funny. And the Blue Oyster was the gay club in Police Academy when they walked in, and it was like everybody thought they were like the village people because they're in their cop uniforms and they walked yep. in. Yeah. Um, And so um, I don't know how. Oh, b- before that, though, there's another nod to Indiana Jones. Yes, you take there that is. one. Yeah, that, which is uh, because, CGI too. But yeah, <laughs> the the tarantulas they start they start attacking downtown Los Angeles. There's like cracks and stuff that come up, and they start attacking people. And one of the guys is running away, and he is in a Indiana Jones costume for some reason. Don't know. It was why. like a Planet Hollywood Earth or something. Yeah, and then a Planet Hollywood globe starts. Uh, falls off the building and starts rolling down the street and he's running away from it just like Indiana Jones and Raiders of up. the Lost Ark. Yes. Oh, and in that same segment, Colton West is sitting there. He's like, you got to help me. And Ian Zaring pops up from Sharknado mm-hmm. and he goes, I got shark problems and leaves, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I can't help you right now. I got shark problems. <laughs> so I don't know how, I, I try to stay away from LA as much as possible, but I've been to the La Brea tar pits before and I don't know. Is there a museum right there too? There is, there is. It's actually okay. pretty cool. Um, it's um, the, cause that, that's, re- it was really shot in there too. Cause I could tell, cause re- right when you walk in, all that stuff is there. Cause I was only there a few years ago. Um, but the museum itself is kind of cool. Cause it kind of, the grass grows up like the hill it's almost like the museum is in like the ground. Almost yeah. Too. That's what it looked like from the movie. And the very middle of it is like an arboretum. So it's like a bunch of like waterfalls and stuff. It's pretty cool. If you ever get a chance to go there, I, I would check it out. It's pretty neat. Um, they do have open pits still where they're actually actively still pulling stuff out. Most of the stuff they're pulling out in that area is like wolves. Okay. Um, so they have a big old, um, you might even which, see it. Which is weird. Cause there's, there's not any wolves in California anymore i mean there's some that come down from oregon but yeah and and there's a couple that come up from mexico so i mean yeah there's some but that's cool i thought those were called coyotes no there's wolves lobo look it up yeah no no, they're they're smaller than the ones that are like coming from oregon isn't the coyote what you call the guy that smuggles people across the border is it i have no idea i thought i made a joke maybe maybe it failed I don't wah, know. Wah, wah. I don't want to hit it. I, I'm, yeah. I'm going to put the crickets in there. Add it, dude. Add it. Yeah. Do yeah. it. Don't even, don't even be scared. <laughs> so, but, but inside the La Brea Tar Pits Museum, there's actually a wall full of like wolf um, skeletons. And it's pretty cool. There's a saber tooth tiger one in there. Um, my daughter was, when we first went, she's like, um, actually your sister, Wilson, is the one that told me to go um, there when I did my vacation uh, because 
that same area is where they filmed that La La Land movie with all those little lampposts. You know what uh, else they filmed? What? La Valentula? Right no. What? Last, last action hero. Oh, oh, dude. Yeah. That movie's yeah. on the list for sure. <laughs> for sure. I love that movie. Um, Say this word. No, that's stupid. It's <laughs> because it's a PG-13 movie. Yeah. <laughs> so you can't. Um, but uh, my daughter was like, are those real animals in the oil? I'm like, no, it's, it's, that, those are statues. Like, like those are fake. But they have like people that like can like dive down and stuff, but like their suit. In the tar? In the tar, but their suit can only mm-hmm. handle so much. And then it starts to like eat away at it and they got to come back up. But there's like throughout that little area, there's like a big, like it's like a park. There's like holes in the ground. You can walk in and you can see like where they've dug like holes and it's all cordoned off. So you can't, you can look into it, but you can't get in there. And they'll, they'll bucket oil out and they just keep going lower and lower and lower and lower. And then finally they're like, Oh, okay. Is it actually like bubbling in some spots? Yeah. Really? Yeah. You sit there and look at it. Also you see a little bloop, a little bubble pop up, um, which that, that La Brea Tar Pits has a, uh, really important role in the movie um volcano with yeah. tommy lee jones yeah um it's one i've always wanted to go i the first time i ever heard of the la Brea tar pits i watched this movie a long time ago called miracle mile. last action hero yeah well this is before then i watched one oh, called okay. miracle mile and i it had a such a small part but i'm like the heck's like a like a elephant or whatever doing in the middle of mastodon mastodon whatever Gosh. doing it in the middle of of los angeles like i, I didn't get it and then I told my daughter, because we went to the uh, Holocaust Museum while we're down there. Then we then we went to La Brea Tar Pits. Been to the real Holocaust Museum. Yeah, dude. Like, I hate oh, I to gotta say... I got to find those pictures, too. I know. I hate they're to up say... In the, they're up in the garage. I'll get them I, down. I hate to say I really want to go see that, but it's just one of those things that I think I need to. Like dude, Pearl Harbor. That, that's another one of those things where... I probably felt like I heard something while I was there. It's it's eerie. I bet. Like it's it's super, not weird, but like you you, you get humbled when you go there. And yeah. You're sitting there and you're like, wow, these people lived in this, and you see like marks on the wall and paintings. That there's some amazing paintings on the wall inside their their like housing areas. It's crazy. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. It it's sad, but. So we'll need to go there the, sometime. I got a I got a buddy that lives over there. We could stay at his house. And, yeah, a yeah, friend of the show. Friend of the show. Yep. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so if you haven't been to the Liberated Tar Pits, go. It is free to go. Um, the museum, I think, costs money. Um, we were free that day because it was ironically homeschool, homeschool day. Yeah. So just tell your kid your home tell them your home your kid's homeschooled, they'll let you in. Which um, every kid is right now. So. Yeah. Well, every museum's closed now too. But but even even now, even now that the museums are closed, you can still go and see everything. Um you can okay. even go and if you, you can walk on top of the museum because the, the hillside goes up, you yeah. can walk onto the roof and you can look down into the arboretum and you can still go see those work areas. That's really all That's you need cool. to see. Everything inside the museum is basically like um stuff they pulled out. So they pulled out and there's this, this thing, um, people want to know how thick is the oil. Uh, or the tar, um, there's this little plunger that you um, pull up and down. It lets you pull it up and down. And you can see exactly how thick it is. Huh. And it's it's thick, dude. Um, but anyway, so so th- um, this wasn't the queen. It was just a bigger one, right? 
the yes, the love yes. language. And I, I got a question too: is is the scientist doctor guy is he a cameo? I didn't. Th- I don't think he was. I didn't recognize him from anything, but I feel like that's that's a spot where they would throw a cameo. Yeah, in. if I was, I was honestly looking for him at that point, and I, I keep, keep talking, and I'll look it up. Okay, so they're fighting the 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 queen, uh, or not the queen, the uh, one of the bigger lavalanchulas in, inside the uh, um, you know, the actual museum, and then uh, let's see the but before they did all that, they they were inside there. And they're talking oh, to the scientists. Uh, in the movie, the Sandlot kid's name is Chris. Chris, so okay. You know. Patrick Rinna is his real name. He's going as Sandlot kid. <laughs> um, so the scientist guy was saying that there's what's called a spider grid, which is basically, it looks like a, like, what do they call them? Um, like lava tubes or whatever throughout Los Angeles. That's how the spiders are getting through and coming out those little holes. Those things you saw with do, little holes. Do you remember the, the doctor guy's name? No. Is doctor. it Eric Von Strubel? That sounds like a doctor name. I mean, it says doctor before it. Yeah, that well, he's the only doctor in the movie, right? I think so. His, his name is Time Winners. <sighs> Mom, Dad, why are you naming your kid Time Winners? <laughs> come on he's uh, i'm looking through his movies right now and he was in doc hollywood with michael j fox oh okay that's a throwback um, yeah um so I what you're really saying see. is he's a big time actor he's he is not <laughs> i mean he's been in some stuff lately but nothing that i, I can recognize i don't know his name's not that bad it could always be like moon unit or Amit or Dweezil Zappa. <laughs> IMDb says he's known for the first thing that comes up is angry video game nerd, the movie Dr. Louis Zandor. <laughs> oh, that guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have no idea. And, and sneakers, <laughs> sneakers homeless man. <laughs> mm, yep. Lost me. Some some great titles right there. Um, did you catch the Jurassic Park throwback? Did I? Which one? In this movie, did you catch the Jurassic Park line they dropped? I, I don't remember. There's a scene, and I, I, I'm really spacing on who said it, but at some point, um, oh, that's what it was. They eventually get to like this, these, um, they call in uh, the National Guard. So there's these National Guard guys, and um, the Colton West's wife is with them. Uh, they're getting escaped, and she's basically like, I'm not leaving without my family. He's like, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, Los Angeles is under attack. You're leaving. And she like goes like, no. And like somehow she overpowers him. I don't get that part. Um, and so they're outside and the lava lunches are attacking him and everything. And one of the lava lunches is like above him. And then he goes, clever girl. And then he shoots it. Yes. It was the Jurassic Park line. Yeah. Um, and so this movie jumps around quite a bit because there's there's you have what's happening with Colton West, what's happening with his wife, and what's happening with his son all at separate times because they're all trying to get to the same place together. And they end up doing that. They end up doing that. But um, we're the main area that they're trying to get to is that movie studio or that yep. set. And that's where um, Wyatt, which is his son, is located. And they have this girl there. Her name is Jordan. Yep. And Wyatt and his friend both yeah, like, and have the hots for her. 
yeah by the way that's one of the funniest parts of the movie is that that his friend going and like jumping over the dumpster dude you you just did the the whole uh bandage up the the girl in trouble thing i need to get something in right now yeah <laughs> he's like dude we're being attacked by giant lava breathing tarantulas shut up yeah and his one friend goes to like jump like this dumpster, like because he's like he like fell and they're like, hurry up, come on, hurry, hurry. So he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna. And mind you, the angle that those those two by fours were leaning up against the dumpster is like straight up, straight up. And then they show him hit that thing. I'm all, dude, you need to have a ramp first of all. Yeah. You would have like taken a header right in that thing. He gets in there and he's too, he even does like the grab, like like you know, yeah, check me out. And out of nowhere, this lava lance just boom, body slammed to the ground. And that dude is done. Yeah. So, but Jordan got bit by a lava lantula or burned. I don't know. In the one. beginning, when it, when they first went to that first hole. Yeah, that first hole. That yeah. that's when he's like, "We got to get out of here," because I think uh, she kind of fell in. Did she fall in? She a did. Bit? She fell. And she, she fell. Got bit. Yeah. And then he pulled her out. Yeah. And this was this was a, I thought this was a pretty cool scene. It kind of freaked me out a little bit. So. Um, Betsy just, Ross hates this scene. <laughs> so she's sitting there, and she's kind of like. She kind of like passes out, but you see her neck start to move. And I'm like, oh, nope, yep, nope, yep, nope. Yep, yep. And all of a sudden her mouth is kind of like opens and like thousands of little spiders just start crawling out. This Yeah, she she died first. And then you're like, oh, she's alive. Nope, that's that's spiders inside of her. We would we would like to think um she was dead first. I don't she think she dead. actually was. She was. Um, and those spiders actually eat the other friend, the one who was like, you know, like, like you're doing the hero thing. Like he's getting devoured by it. They had the awesome burn mark on his bicep. Yeah. He's like, ow, my arm. Yeah. And, and like everyone else is like, you know, like he, totally thrashed. He, He's just like. Yeah, he had a good line in there too. Right when they got into that warehouse area. I forget what it was, but it was, it was a good line. It made me laugh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so. What the heck did I write? Pirate Jack Dick? <laughs> oh, no. Sorry. My bad. Um, <laughs> I'll, uh, you'll see what I meant when I say that. Okay. Um, so, um, uh, Pirate Jack, um, they're still over there at the, uh, uh, the tar pits. And then he says the queen's coming out of the tar pit um, um, like a kraken, which was another throwback to... Um, Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Because he's Pirate Jack. Yeah. Um, and, uh, the, the, you know, they're, they're, they're trying to fight that whole thing and all that. Um, and then somehow, I can't remember how, but Pirate Jack dies. Not Pirate Jack Dick. Pirate Jack dies. Oh, okay. That, that's a little bit different. Yeah. But he, he does die. He gets burned to death. He gets swarmed by some lava lantulas. Yeah. Um, his character is pretty funny in that movie. Um, he does a pretty good job. It kind of reminds me of like a little bit of like a weird thing they did in Dodgeball. Yeah. You know, with the pirate yeah, guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so finally they, they, um, I, th- I thought this was funny. Um, they, they finally find Wyatt and, and, and um, but before that though, do you, do you remember what they called the queen? No. The queen tarantula. Uh, uh-uh. they called her mama Lantula. <laughs> <laughs> Where the writers of this movie are so happy with themselves. Um, what I thought was funny is 
Colton shows up to the movie set and you see Wyatt far away. And there's a, there's a lobby line shit going after him. And um, Colton gets out of the car because the car is moving and he's going to shoot this thing. Dude is like a hundred yards away with a shotgun. Oh, yeah, with a shotgun. With a shotgun. I'm like, that is, that is now sawed off because he used it before and stuck it in the face of a lavalanchula and it melted and bent it. And then oh, that's Chris, right. yeah. Penlock kid had an axe. And at one point he said, Chris, help me out. And he uses the axe to make it into a sawed off shotgun. Yeah. So I'm like, dude, you're not hitting that tarantula yeah, no from way. that far away. So I was laughing at that. I was like, dude, that that's that's crazy. And so now we're just kind of everyone kind of gets together. Um we we have uh they, they, they rescue what's his name? The son. Wyatt. Wyatt. And then they end up going to they they figure out that Wyatt had a lot of like good luck by hitting them with a nitrogen fire extinguisher yeah that he found on the wall in the building and and in the beginning of the movie colton west his character used this thing in like a smoke when he bomb was, almost yeah like a smoke bomb when he was filming his his movie that he was in that was nitrogen and that's what the visual effects people said hey that's nitrogen he's like that's gonna kill me but then he hears his son say oh it's nitrogen fire extinguisher and he thinks back like oh they got that at the visual effects place so th- that's where they end up going and that's where he has like his entire visual effects crew so like the police academy people minus yeah. leslie easterbrook because she's a crispy critter now and he has like this brave heart moment where he has like this big speech it's all powerful and then he goes, <laughs> this is a nod to how stupid la is with all their stupid sports teams <laughs> he goes and something's something about the lakers and then mike Wenzel goes what about the Clippers? What about the Clippers? The Clippers too. And then, he, and then he goes, and then the the Los Angeles Kings. And then what Rain, about the Mighty Ducks? What, what about the Ducks? You know, Them too. And then he goes, like the Dodgers, and only the Dodgers. And that's the point where I was like, oh, I almost hate this movie. Well, well, of that. You, you could have just gone with the Angels. No, he doesn't. He doesn't though. He's a Dodgers fan. Yeah. Boo. Boo. Um, and so he's like, he's like. I have an idea and like really don't know what the idea is. And, um, well, first of all, like Michael Winslow and Miriam, they're like shooting. I don't know if they ever reloaded at once when they're shooting at all those lava launches. Cause there's like thousands coming out. Hey, did you notice that there, there was a goof in that scene too? Well, cause her gun died. Like she had nothing. And then all of a sudden more people showed up and her gun started again. No, 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 that's not the goof. What's the goof? That, that, that was actually a good part. That was, that was true. The goof was she's shooting and she's got an AR-15 and then it goes to a scene of just the hand and the gun and it's like a bullpup, like RCP-90 something something type of gun and it's her shooting and then it goes back and she's got an AR-15 and like it keeps switching between these two guns. But then when people show up, uh, Steve Gutenberg hands her the RCP gun, the bullpup. Oh, so it might have been like yeah. shot like out of order. Yes, it was for sure. Sometimes I wonder if those people that do those movies, if they do that on purpose, just because like, you know what? It's fun. This is it's a, a stupid movie. movie. Yeah. And it's not going to win but, any awards. Yeah. Um, And so um, then, then like, I can't remember, but like he, Colton West disappears for a while. Then they finally see him and he's on top of the building in the red rocket suit. 
It, 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 the Red Rocket. That's yeah, I, I keep hearing Red Rocket. I think of like <laughs> dogs. Yeah. Dog like, Sunday. <laughs> and, um, and so my dogs really aren't that lazy. That's that, I I have no idea when Betsy Ross takes pictures of those dogs and puts them on Instagram because Nero is never laying down. He's always up. Oh, it's funny. Uh, Sosa reached out to me. He goes, "Is that your dog?" I go, "No, I'm all well. It's Wilson's. I'm all, I used to have a Pomeranian, and I'm all, I'm I'm all that's Wilson's dog. I'm all, he's compensating for something." And I go. Hence why I had the Pomeranian. <laughs> so anyways. Um, we're so, going gonna to have to make up something if, if we do end up getting this house. Because I'm going to get some a, a very cool pet that I don't know if I've even talked to you about yet. You haven't. I, I haven't. I, I, it, we're going to have to make up something like, I, I don't even know what it'll be called, but there will be pictures all the time because I'm, Super excited about this animal that we're gonna get. You should get a sugar glider. And nope, nope, nope. Those things nope. are cool. This is bigger than a sugar glider. You're gonna get a cow. Maybe. <laughs> watch it real. be just a watch it be just a picture of me. No, it's, it's it's gonna be a mini cow. I don't think I've ever seen a mini cow. Are you kidding me? We have a name for it. He'd be like the, he'd be like the number one sponsor for the show. Yeah, he'll be he could be like he'd be, he'd be like the the the, the we take like a picture. And we could like have like a um, a silhouette of him as the background of yes. the real WTH yes. show. Yes, You have to. It's it's like an emo cow. I want a Highland one, and they have long hair, and it all goes over its face, so it looks like an emo person, dude. Every time you go out there, you're playing like My Chemical Romance, yep, Coheed yep. and Cambria. Yeah, they used. Bean. So, anyways, <laughs> um, he's in the red rocket uniform, and. Um, not sure how he learned how to fly because, uh, you know, he's an he's actor. Not very good at it. Um, so he just starts flying around everywhere and just, you know, kind of like the movie The Rocketeer, just going everywhere. Yeah. And then finally he ends up like um, going up like the side of a building and then he throws and then the, the queen is like crawling up the, the building like uh, like King Kong, I guess. Yeah. And, they, and then he drops one of the nitrogen tanks or whatever in the mouth of the queen Queen explodes, boom, movie's over, yay! Yep, action hero saved Los Angeles. Which don't save Los Angeles, let it go. Yeah, <laughs> you know There's the reason why they made those movies with Kurt Russell. Yeah, <laughs> those another movie to put on the list: the original yeah. and the new one, or the newer one, the one that came out in the '90s. Yeah, but yeah, this was a fun movie. I'm not gonna lie. I love this movie. It's it's great. It, it, it's my corny. kind of movie. When was the first time you seen this movie? Probably, uh, you know, it was probably within the last. It has to be within the last ten years because I've been married for ten, and I saw it in that time. But it was probably after we watched Tremors, which well, is well, another I, great it, series of movies, and and. Amazon or something like that suggested this movie for me. Well, this movie's only that. been out for five years. So so you've seen it. You I, know. I probably saw it right when it came out then. Yeah. Yeah, because it's been a while. It was this one of the first ones you saw, like the sci-fi, or was it Tremors that got you into these weird, quirky sci-fi movies? I've been watching these forever. Since you were a kid? Yeah, as long as I can remember. Okay. Like sci-fi channel was... 
was like my game. Starship Troopers. All that. I love Starship Troopers. Yeah. All I, I only remember the co-ed shower scene. <laughs> I always thought that was the weirdest thing. And then when I was in high school, well, that's the coolest thing ever. <laughs> and now I'm like, I don't want that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, being an adolescent male was fun. There's there's a uh, animated Starship Troopers now. I don't do animated stuff. It's, I've never been it's weird. Never been too into. I mean, when I was growing up, I would do like Animaniacs. I would do uh, some Looney Tunes. I love Looney Tunes. Um, but like, even though I have Disney Plus. I can't get into the Star Wars cartoons. I can't. There's some like Don Faison. He's into that. Oh, that's, let me guess. That's his Scrubs podcast. Yeah, he's <laughs> into that. He actually does a what's it called? Stop motion animation or something like that. Oh, so does Seth Green. Really? Yeah. You you should look up the Black Stormtrooper. That's all Donald Faison it, on YouTube. Is that what it's called? Yeah, it's called the Black Stormtrooper. Okay. Yeah. Well, Seth Green does Robot Chicken. Oh, really? Yeah, that's all him. Huh. But he was he was big in the Family Guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. And yeah. uh, a thousand ways to die in the West. That's a great movie too. I haven't seen that one yet. Oh my gosh, that movie's so funny. I, I think I've seen the scene where what was it? What's his name? Um, the dude from Twilight is like swinging as he got hang, hung. Is that the guy from Twilight? Jacob or whatever. He's like. Is I'm he, thinking of the same. That's with, that's with um. What's his face? Right. Um, Seth Green is the main person in it. Seth, you think it's Seth MacFarlane? Oh, is that his name? But that's what's confusing. Seth MacFarlane created Family Guy. Yeah, it's that guy. Okay, that is, is James movie. Franco in that movie? Is he? I think he is. No, no, no. It's uh, Neil Patrick Harris is in that movie. Okay. Oh, I think I think of a different Western then. Um, Probably. But yeah, um, I don't know, man. Like, like as far as like this movie goes, uh, but my my first taste with like weird sci-fi movies was like ten out of ten. <laughs> well, we're going on five. Five. five out of five then um well you got okay hold on hold on dude i'm just saying hold on um but like i had like tremors and i had all of a sudden i think tremors had pretty good special effects and that came out way before this the, the first tremors had very good special effects because i think they were pushing it more towards a serious type movie and i think tremors though for me like like for me practical effects are always better than cgi so yeah. when you could actually explode something, it's always going to look better than if you fake explode something. Yeah. yeah. Um, granted, budget, right? So, yep. you, you know, I don't even know what the budget on this movie was. I could look it up right now, though, like in a heartbeat. Um, the budget for this movie, <laughs> make me look like an idiot, it's not even on here. Usually they have like a like a budget, like what it made and stuff. It, it's not even showing on here. But these movies right here, they're their their main target audience are, are like people that are are fans of the genre, right? So yeah. and and this movie right here never went to theater. It probably never went to I don't even know if it went to like um DVD. I think it went straight to like streaming. But you know, as far as like was it entertaining? Yeah. So there we go. We're we're rating it on entertaining. Is it entertaining? Yes. So it gets one point there for entertaining. Rewatchability I'd rewatch it again. I think Definitely. I, I think it was pretty good. Um, acting was not good, but I think that was on purpose. Yeah, it was. So I think that someone acting the way they did not purpose, they're 
they did what they were supposed to do, which is come off cheesy. So I give it a, at least a three on that. Um, you know, and then I think, I don't know if I did special effects, special effects. It was, they weren't good at all. So I don't even give it anything on special effects. I felt like I could probably, I probably could have done a better job on special effects than that. And I don't do special effects, but I had fun with it. It was definitely fun. So you give it a five. I'm probably going to stick with about a three. You're wrong. <laughs> totally wrong. So how would we split that? Would it just be four? Yeah, it would have to be four. Four. So, I think it needs to be higher. You, you, Because this is the same way as the beer. Because there's some people that hate IPAs, but they try the IPAs and they base it off what they like and they give it like a two, which is garbage. Because if you don't like that type of beer, don't be one rating it. All right, you well, know, hold, on, hold, to... hold on. I might, I might give it a little bit higher. Let me look at the cover. Since I rate beers based on the cover, let me look at the cover of this movie. All right, I see a city burning down. It, okay, no, I'm sticking with my score. It has the spider eating a school bus, but the school bus is the old school school bus. That school bus wasn't even in the movie. It was a tour bus. There was a school bus in the movie. Where was the school bus in the movie? I don't know, but there was one. You're lying. You want me to get my score higher. You're lying. You can't base it off of. You have to base it off of like. A, Stop a campy, it! You have to base it off of like a campy, stupid, uh, horror, sci-fi, funny movie. Well, I think I need to keep my. I think I need to keep my score here because now, when we in the future do more sci-fi movies, now I know what to base it off of because this is. So, my, you, so you should put this one at a five then. No. Yeah. No, because I feel like I feel like if I was to review Tremors, which is I think in the same category, I'd rate it higher. No, no, first Tremors is not in the same category. The ones after that are, for sure. Like the Cold Day in Hell one, where they're like in the Cold snow. Day in Hell is new. Yeah, that's which actually they're not in the snow. They filmed that in a desert. <laughs> they just changed the camera like color. Did you notice that? I haven't seen it. I just saw the preview for it. Yeah, it's, it's all filmed in like the desert. Hmm. Yeah, and it's all sand dunes, not not like the Arctic or wherever they're supposed to be. Well, I still think four out of five is a good score because trust me, there's some movies that I know that we're probably going to touch that will probably barely get a two. Um, uh, what's it called? Arachnoquake. You do know I have a fear of spiders, right? And you keep I listening watched, to spider movies. I watched that one last night after I watched Love Angela. <laughs> I swear. I don't know how Betsy Ross does it. Like does she like these movies too? No, but she she uh she deals with it. <laughs> how many times like I imagine she's sitting there she, right? she actually likes tremors. She'll watch tremors with me. I imagine she's sitting right next to you while you're watching these movies. And then you're sitting there probably by yourself, laughing by yourself because she's not paying attention. She should no. be on her phone playing no, 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 no. words In with friends. Beginning, like, like last night when I started this movie, I was like, I got to take notes on this. And she's like, oh, this movie again. And then uh, I start watching it and everything. She's on her phone. Normally, if she doesn't like something, she'll be on her phone the whole time. Mm -hmm. After about 10 minutes, she put her phone down and she watched it with me. So... You know, you got to have some type of love for that. You, you you need to like start counting how many eye rolls she gives movies when you're watching them. 
she might be she like gives, she gives good insight and like like the thing about the martial law where it misspelled it once and then got yeah. it right the second time she she caught that and i didn't catch it but i would the whole time i was you have to rewatch it and just look at the scrolling stuff on the news yeah oh this is funny do you know the tagline of this movie is i do not <laughs> it's, it's on the cover it says steve gutenberg love alantula Fire burns, lava bites. Yep, yep, yep. Definitely. So I'm going to stick with my score. Four out of five. I still uh, think it's a good I score. Gave it, I gave it a six out of five, so it's a four and a half. The Piranaconda. These are some awesome names. Oh, that's a good one. This one called Big Ass Spider. Yep. That's the one that's like Godzilla-sized. Shark, shark, Sharktopus versus Terracuda. Yep. Shark Sharktopus versus Whale Wolf. I haven't seen that one yet. Oh, Attack of the Killer Donuts. In, oh, that would make me sad because I love donuts. In Human Witch. There's five Sharknados. I think there's more than five. Mm. I feel like there were seven. Maybe that's how many tremors there are. So um oh, so going back to what you said, um, so Steve Gutenberg invited his police academy friends. Uh, we already listed them. Um, this was the, um, it says Steve, uh, after producers told Steve he could choose any of his past colleagues to, to star alongside him in the film. This was also the reason uh, for Steve hiring, uh, for, for take two. This was also the reason for the hiring of Steve's friends, Nia Peoples from Tower of Terror and Patrick Renna from The Big Green. I knew she was in Tower of Terror. Yeah, so... Nia um, Peoples is his wife in the movie. Yeah. Um, Steve Goldberg accepted a, a, a part in this movie after expressing regret at turning down the lead role in Sharknado, which turned out oh, to be a cult hit. Oh, man. Yeah, can you imagine? That's like a Tom Selleck move right there. There, Just so you know, there's no fandom results for La Valanchula. Really? Yeah. Try, I just search uh, for it. Try Rotten Tomatoes. Um, at one point in the scene when the Lava Lanchos are attacking the Los Angeles street, Colton runs into Ian Ziering. We already talked about that. Oh, at 425, a character says clown cops was 25 yeah. years ago or clown cops was 25 years ago. A Which reference to police Academy. Police Academy. Yep. Um, we talked about the Indiana Jones thing, uh, the Jurassic Park reference. When Colton meets Finn Shepard, the latter is uh, wearing a shirt with cross chainsaws, which are his weapon of choice in the Sharknado film franchise. Yep. Finn Shepard, that is Ian Ziering? That's Ian Ziering, yeah. Yeah, it's his character. So, yeah, so four out of five is not bad. If you want a movie that I think you could just put on and not take things, we right now don't want to take things seriously at all, like, we're trying to have fun. One thing I did do was when I was watching this movie, I did I wasn't on my phone. I actually was watching the movie and I wasn't worried about any of the crap in the outside world. So it was a, it was a good escape. And um, you know, I think it was it was a fun movie. And for all this time that made made fun of you, Wilson, for you know, saying La Valanchula all the times, I mainly was laughing because of the name. Uh I take that back. It was a decent film. It wasn't bad. And I hope you um, can forgive me 
And I just wanted to let you know. I'm sorry, Wilson. You better be. You better be. <laughs> um, w- uh, one of the movies that uh, Pirate Jack, or is that his name? Pirate Jack. Yeah, Pirate Jack. That he was in. I, I want to just hear your take on this because I'm wondering if you saw it. Tusk. This is one with Justin Long. Yes. I haven't seen it, but um, Justin Long has his own podcast and he talks about it. Seems like a weird movie. It is so weird. He, oh. he He's a podcaster, which is, Ooh. you know, yeah. And he goes up to interview this guy and this guy ends up turning him into a pet walrus. It's weird. Yeah. You got to watch that one. Um, yeah. Oh, speaking of other movies I watched. Um, I want you to watch this one. I think it's on Amazon now. Uh, Vivarium. Don't know what that is. Um, Jesse Eisenberg. Okay. And um, I don't know how to say her first name. Imogen or Imogene. Imogen Poots. Uh, they're basically boyfriend, girlfriend, and they are going to move into like this housing community where all the houses look the same. Like literally identical. And they, they get there. They tour the house and they're all right, well, let's leave. And they go to leave and they can't find their way out of this housing area. And they're like stuck there. And out of nowhere, this baby shows up like, and they have to take care of this baby and they have to raise the baby. It is weird. weird. It's a weird movie. Um, I, I, I was invested in it. I was like, dude, this is kind of crazy. You know, it's a, it's definitely a thinker, but uh, check that one out. Okay. I'll look but, at that. But yeah, this the the guy who played Pirate Jack. He, he looks very he looks very familiar. Ted he was in Ted Two, Eagle Eye, Two for Money. Ted. Yeah. Family, yeah, so family guy. Family guy, he was in a lot. He's in a lot of the stuff with Seth Seth uh, McFarlane because Seth McFarlane has that show called um The Orville. But yeah, he, he was definitely good. Oh, there you go. You got Tusk, yeah. Million Ways to Die in the West. Yep. So, yeah, give it a shot, everybody. And if you if you have seen it, and uh, you disagree, or you have different takes on it, um, let us know. Let us know. Yeah, we would, we'd love to hear your take on it because uh, I don't know if how many people have actually seen this movie as a thing. It didn't get great reviews on IMDb, but like I said, it's why not? It's one of those things that like you have to be a fan of the genre, like people that go like see i remember one time i went to see the movie scary movie when it came out and there's this old couple behind me it was really weird that just see them in that movie and the whole time she's like this isn't even scary well it's a parody movie it's not supposed yeah. to be scary Come it's actually now. a comedy and so i think a lot of people um who like these movies know what they're getting themselves into but some people are like this movie is stupid it was corny Everything yeah. was horrible. Yeah. Kind of like me. You know, I, I expect something like that. But at the same time, I could also see the way the movie was supposed to be filmed. That's probably why it was like that. It was it was filmed that way for a reason. Not not to be edgy. It was to be quirky because that's the genre. If we could call it anything, it would be like I consider like sci-fi, uh, you know, like Starship Troopers. But that's taking a little more serious. Right. Or the movie um, Stargate. Now, this movie I could think would be classified under like quirky sci-fi. 
you know, yeah. like Sharknado, yeah. just yeah. completely in its own little genre, its own little area. So definitely give it a shot and let us know what you think. Uh, you could uh, leave that on uh, email uh, or on any of our socials or even our phone number. And you could. You could text us. You could text us. And so our phone number is 916 Whoa, hey. Whoa. That's my number. 916-259-3030. Um, or email us at the real show at gmail.com. Um, and then uh yeah, like you said, you could text that same number um if you don't want to leave an actual voicemail. And then uh follow us on every social letterbox, untap. Facebook, mostly Instagram, Instagram, yeah. Instagram. We're killing the game on Instagram right now. Yeah. That's mainly where we're doing everything. Cause everything on Instagram goes over to Facebook anyway. Um, which we, that's where we put out our, um, our giveaways, our, our contests, which we have one going right now. Still no one's gotten it. The yeah. answer. Um, yeah. and, and it was, if you listen to the Raiders of the lost Ark episode, there was an error that we made. If you could tell us what that it's error a, is, you will it's win. It's an it. error in the edit. It's an error in the edit. And I could tell you this right now, just so you, you to get more people. Let's just narrow it down. It happens within the first three minutes of the show. Yep. That way, if, if you get past three minutes, listen again. Yeah. Eventually you'll get it. You will. Uh, and um, but yeah, speaking of all the cool um random weaponry in this movie we want to also thank msr arms uh who probably would have done a better job you know providing weapons for this movie yeah um you know make it look more realistic that probably would have given it a five you know if if we had ryan from msr arms on there uh, in this movie like actually um you know yeah. providing it yeah i mean could, I, I th- could have made it a little bit better Maybe Ryan should have given it that five and a half out of five. You can't. You can't go past it. I can. Told you that. Whatever. Um, And then, of course, Thin Line Brewing. um, Like you said, they're doing some trivia this weekend, 90s movies. Yep. Um, I'll be there. Come hang out. Be on my team. It starts at 630 or 6? 630. Man, I really want to try to go out there this time. Especially since I haven't seen you for a while. Yeah. Yeah. and then, uh, yeah, man, that's kind of all I got. So we gave this one, uh, what, what do we say? This? Four, five uh, out of five. Yeah. Four lava lanchulas out of five. Like it's, it's just five out of five. Four pirate, pirate hands. No, it's not. It's not. You can, you can say whatever you want. I know it's a five. <laughs> well, I'm the one putting out a letterbox. So, um, but yeah, um, thanks for listening, everybody. Um, and like I said, stay tuned for our next episodes. We're going to, we're not always going to do movie reviews. We're going to be doing some other things and we're going to be doing, I'm really excited about those conspiracy shows. That's yeah. Gonna, it's going to be fun. And I really hope, I really hope that like people that are listening have anything like, like, like any ideas on what we're talking about. Like with, with once we put those episodes out, you guys chime in as well. We can even do like a, like a, not like a, like a flashback episode or whatever, where, you know, we come back on and we talk about your idea or whatever you had, or even have you on the show and be like, just go dig deeper. These things are rabbit holes that I fall down generally when I'm about ready to fall asleep. Yep. 
and For I'll find sure. myself. I'm like, middle of the night, I'll wake up. I'm like, oh man, so so wait, so there was an island, and okay, Ark of the Covenant. What? Uh, uh, my head's hurting. Uh, King <laughs> you know? Solomon's menorah. You know, what? like uh, what? You know, all these things. Spanish I'm like, Spanish coins. What? You know, I, I, you know, all these different things that happen, and you know, you go down this rabbit hole, and I used to do that a lot with um, unsolved crimes. And, you know, where I would, I would actually be writing out things like, just like what she was doing in uh, the I'll Be Gone in the Dark thing. I'll write down people saying, well, I think it's this guy. And I'll try to like, look the guy up, try to find him, see what he's doing. Now I'm like, oh, well, he's remarried. I look suspicious, you know, stuff like that. But I didn't go any further than he's that. He's living a normal life. That's totally oh, weird. suspicious. And then OJ was set free again. What? Um, yeah, which he's guilty, by the way. I'm not sure if you know. Um, got, got a friend actually going to that area. To the person what? he was in. In Vegas? Yeah. Lovelock. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. just outside Vegas. Yeah. I got, yeah. I got a buddy that actually got a job over there. Good <sighs> luck to him, too. Yeah. Good luck to anybody who's who's willing to don a badge these days. Serious. But, yeah. Give it a shot, guys. Um I do recommend this movie. I think it's fun. And even though it's not a five out of five, um, anything higher than a three. According to you. Everything. Hey, this is why, you know, I don't have to think like you. Okay. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going to force you. Whatever. I'm not a liberal. <laughs> um, but basically anything over a three, I'll recommend. Yeah. A three is just a, like, yeah, watch it if you want. Anything higher than that is like, you know, I recommend it. I think you should. I think you yeah. should watch this movie. I, I told my wife, I said, I think you should watch this movie. I think it'd be fun. And she goes, you watch Ford versus Ferrari? I'm like, that's kind of like a, a hint as like saying no, but I'd rather watch this without saying it. So You know what? She needs to open her horizons. That's what I, she needs I, to do. I think so too. Yeah, yeah. But whatever. All right. But you know, I, I was just looking here on my thing. I don't have... My my new sound bites. I don't know where they went. Oh, great! Ooh. So, anyways, um, that's all I got for today. Until um, we meet again, we're gonna have some cool stuff. Um, hopefully, we'll come back with some more um, good cheer stories. I love hearing those. Yeah. Uh, and then make sure you guys um, participate on Instagram for sure. The prizes are awesome. Yep, we're not lying about that. No. So. Until then, laters on the men, Jay. I will talk to you then, or I will talk to you another time. Jobin. Stop it. Stop it! There it is. <laughs>